welcome to another interesting episode of Cloud Tech Talk by Amadis Technologies. This is Sindhupriya Marketing and Alliances Executive of Amadis, your host for today. And last episode, we have touched on the basics of Cloud FinOps, the definition, needs, benefits, and we have heard some use cases as well. So in today's episode, we'll hear about the challenges and best practices for efficient cloud cost optimization. Let's hear it from the expert himself. Welcome back, Madhu. Thank you, Sindhu. Nice to talk to you again on what we discussed last time. Okay, so let's catch up from where we have left, Madhu. So what are all the challenges involved in Cloud FinOps implementation? Let's hit on it straight. I think uh, we talked about FinOps last time, as you said. Uh, while there are many number of challenges, but I would say that I'll, I'll break it down into top three challenges which are very crucial. Uh, the implementations in FinOps has started over the last three, four years. I would say most organizations are having it. Um, companies like us, we are also helping some of my clients. With my own thinking, I would classify as three uh, major challenges. Uh, one is not having organizations who try to do FinOps not having a holistic experience level between all the three departments and slightly okay. narrow focused. You know, that's one challenge I see that when you start a FinOps, you just jump into it without thinking, oh, for FinOps, I need this kind of cross domain experience. And okay. then you you stay away from a narrow minded focus and implement FinOps. Uh, uh, if if people read finops.org, I would say this is that inform and crawl stage. You know, it it takes time to get cross domain experience, followed by removing the narrow minded focus. That is challenge number one. Uh, the challenge number okay. two is, I, I talked about it last time, uh, the last episode. Most finops are being practitioner led, and slowly a lot of products are coming into the play. And that's driving FinOps, I would call it as overly technical. You know? uh, okay. Too many technical jargons of, oh, the server, the utilization, IO, memory. These are all very technology jargons. Okay. Uh, this doesn't make sense to a, a finance or an operation executive. He says, oh, that's your headache. I'm All I'm looking at is, my bottom line savings. So our savings are spending right. So I would say the second challenge for FinOps, any organization who drove it very technical, they lost the executive focus. They 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 lost the support. You know, they, okay. they ran FinOps for three months, six months, made some small savings, realignment, and then it stopped. Uh, so I think I, if I recollect, you know, cross-domain experience, challenge one, challenge two is overly being technical. Uh, the third one is a byproduct of these two challenges. Uh, okay. This is where I would say, you know, people are afraid to rock the boat. Hey, we migrated okay. a lot of the clothes. It's in the cloud. It's running. It's performing well. We had enormous difficulty learning the cloud technologies, getting the talent in place, migrating the workloads. Now it's running well. 
why should I look at, uh, you know, oh, is finance that crucial? What, okay, what everything is fine. The status quo is fine. It's good. It's it's working well, and I have many other priority things to do. Is cloud finops my priority? If I look at cloud finops between engineering ops and finance, then I'm quote unquote I'm rocking the boat. You know. So this third one I I see in some clients which say that ah oh, it's good I'm okay I still have concerns on finops but I don't know should I do it or not and when they when and at least in one client when they started doing it 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 threw them back to the basic engineering you know the architecture others said oh that's a lot of hard work I don't think I'm going to do it so I would say cross domain experience is number one number two is you know, uh, overly technical products in the market. Three, why rock the boat? All right. I think you've brilliantly brought that all together, Madhu. It wouldn't be fair if we stop with the challenges itself. So what are the possible ways to overcome all these, Madhu? Okay, I think by saying challenges, I put myself in trouble how to come out of it. But anyway, um, I think... The cross-domain experience is a long preparatory exercise. Uh, most uh, organizations who drove efficiency from finance, they had finance experts learn technology, or technical experts understand the core financial terms. Uh, organizations like FinOps.org, and uh, they are creating certified professionals, great exercise. Companies like us, uh, we create FinOps professionals through product and our own experience. So FinOps uh, being part of FinOps.org, getting certified, understanding their language, understanding things. And I would suggest, or at least in one client we did is created a FinOps center of excellence. You know, it, it takes three, six, nine months, uh, pull team members from different groups at, in the company, uh, create a FinOps center of excellence rather than FinOps driven by either finance or engineering make it as a common team uh, while everyone in the enterprise is accountable for cost you know you you charge back you do all those things there should be a FinOps center of excellence uh, that's a great way to uh, create set of knowledgeable negotiators uh, within the system so that they change the culture of the company uh, when an engineering team consumes cloud they're aware of money we call it as cost aware design you know, not performance-aware design. Uh, so to get this cost-aware design, uh, engineering team should understand the visibility of what uh, currency or what element of cost they are going to spend. And finance uh, educates them. And this is where we negotiated with the cloud provider. Hey, this is the cost I'm spending. Engineering team, be cautious. So this cost awareness right at the design stage uh, I call it shifting the financial pressure left. You know, people say shift left. You you okay. put the entire financial uh, expectation or cost awareness right at the design stage. Uh, it may slow down the design a bit, but once you're done, you're very confident. You don't have to go and re-architect for financial operations. So that's on the challenge number one. You know, you rather than creating a cross-domain experience all over the enterprise, which is very tough, 
create a FinOps center of excellence. And that team owns multiple tools, methodologies, and then they educate the entire team to ensure that. Um, okay. It was very interesting to read. There was an article, I don't know if you read. Uh, every organization has three or four products and practitioners on FinOps. You know, not only one, you know, people are relying on multiple things. So that's the challenge number one. The number two I talked was more of overly technical. Uh, I think FinOps in the initial days were driven by reports, driven by dashboards to engineers, emails, and questioning why we are using, why can't we save? I think an element of modern self-service analytics platform should come up uh, so that you don't make this FinOps as a cumbersome, uh, you know, technical thing, rather than that the finance or the engineering analyze their own data. Uh, they get a product, they get user IDs, they get access, they play around with their own set of data and the actionable insights which comes out and make judgmental decisions. So it's more of a self-service analytics. Don't drive the entire thing as a uh, FinOps report, uh, monthly spend report, or, you know, uh, dashboards. Um, I think our latest version, I'm, I'm trying to make it not technical. You know, that's where we are, the, the new releases we are doing is more of a self-service analytics than uh, FinOps reporting. Oh, that's uh, it's, a, it's a tough exercise to get. You know, I, I can imagine the frustration of um, senior level saying, that, oh, there is too many technical terms in FinOps. Uh, but it has to exist. But slowly we have to change. I, I don't know whether the top second challenge I've solved it, but it's be a long exercise for every company. It's for us and everyone. Uh, the third one I said was what rock the boat. I think. Yes. I don't know. I think it's a substantial spend. Um, companies are going to have it. Uh, the savings are uh, really, really uh, beneficial. Uh, actually cloud native organizations who have their entire infrastructure on cloud uh, because the variable cost is so high um, when the cloud cost went up in fact the revenue side of equation or ceos of those companies thought oh we are consuming more cloud that means i should have more business and more profits it did not equate in that linear term the the business did not go up the cost of cloud went up because okay. the complexity of business or maybe the new geography they get in, maybe the user experience they did. Uh, if cloud cost increase was offset by revenue and margin increases, maybe the efficiency was never a question. But during the pandemic, as well as the last three, four years, many cloud native organizations who were born in cloud, are worried about the cost of cloud. That tells me that the CEOs and everyone is looking at, I don't mind rocking the thing which is running. I'm compelled to, or I'm forced to reload that. Um, you know, even we are now talking to one uh, cloud native firm whose products are on cloud, um, looking at whether their production staging and dev should all be in cloud. Maybe the production is in cloud because you need scale up. Maybe the dev okay. and staging environment can be in non-prem. So invest the hardware, buy that. So there are, I think there are different ways of looking at uh, 
the, the solving the challenge of not rocking what's going on. Uh, you're compelled to. Uh, you need to read your content. This will exactly. be an exercise for the next three to five years. Okay, it's a long-term exercise. Okay, so Madhu, uh, from your answer, I uh, understood like it involves people at different hierarchical uh, levels. So you told about the CEO, you told about the finance and then the engineering team, the admin. So who are all the key persons involved for effective FinOps implementation, Madhu? Uh, very interesting question. FinOps at an outset, it's a long impacting Cloud FinOps, you know, FinOps, not that other one. Cloud yeah, FinOps, when, yeah, when it is implemented by enterprises, because it's substantial spend, it affects every element of organization. Easy to say, uh, but the personas, the user personas for FinOps, I would say the group I, I answered about the first one where there is a FinOps center of excellence, the team members there, and the team members there should come from uh, experts in engineering, the product, the the IT side, the engineering side of it, and representatives from finance for sure, because that's this is very crucial for their day-to-day uh, -day spend, and an element of operations, uh, people who run the cloud operations, they actually know what's coming up new in cloud or what's the platform guys are doing, uh, what kind of contracts we have with these providers. So if, if you ask me, I think engineering, finance, and ops who negotiates with cloud vendors, uh, who understands the estimation of cloud needs for the next one or two years, and then the engineering, which optimizes based on the utilization. So three user personas I would classify, the engineering, ops, and the finance. Uh, if we can get the FinOps Center of Excellence team, maybe a core team of, I don't know, three members, five, 10, depending on the size of the organization. If they understand these three elements well, I think uh, they nailed it, the organization found it. So uh, that's where actually for a one client, which is not a large enterprise, a small and medium client, uh, Amit is, you know, we are not only doing FinOps product licensing, we are doing FinOps as a service. That means we we give a confidence to them that, hey, this is the spend you're doing. We will ensure that there is no more aberrations. We will ensure your utilization is higher. Uh, so product plus service. So, uh, you know, those models are coming up. Those models are coming up. Okay. All right, Madhu. So when an organization is planning for cloud FinOps implementation, so they should have all these talents ready. The pool of talent is also ready to take over the process so that every uh, step of implementation is smooth and effective. Is it? Yeah, the ready part is a questionable thing. I don't think the, there is not many FinOps experts in the market. Now it's slowly coming up. Okay. So I would say that they are ready to uh, implement the culture of FinOps in the organization, pick right, the right exactly. members, pick the right product, create the center of excellence, go with implementations. So get ready for the change. Uh, don't wait for 
the right experts to be in the organization. It will never be. You need to create it. Right? So, uh, it it's okay. the most hard element is to hire FinOps experts. They come in, they negotiate, they solve the issue. I think that's a long drawn exercise. Uh, start with creating the CVE, pick the best tool and the product in the market and uh, make everyone accountable. Start the journey. Ha, absolutely makes sense, Madhav. Start the journey to know where it takes you to. Okay, we have come to the end of the session. Thank you so much again for being the awesome guest of our Cloud Tech Talks. Listeners, hope you all enjoyed listening to the effective cloud cost optimization uh, suggestions we have explained or uh, we have discussed so far in the last two episodes. Stay tuned for our next episode and we have some very interesting topic coming up. And until then, if you want us to hit on any particular cloud challenge, like we always say, write to us at info at the rate of amadusglobal.com or reach out on our social media handles, LinkedIn, Twitter, or Instagram. We are there to help you. Thank you so much. Catch up soon.